Welcome to the Perfectly Honest Podcast, where we talk about family, marriage, and of course our testimonies of Jesus Christ. I'm Kiana. And I'm Michael. And we have some special guests on the episode tonight. We're so excited to welcome Samantha and Carter, newlyweds. Welcome to the show, you guys. Hey. What up? <laughs> I am going to try my hardest to call you Samantha or Sam. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> so me and Sammy grew up together. We have known each other since... Like, out of the womb. Like, like, we were really, really little, and so she's always been Sammy to me, yeah. but she does not go by Sammy anymore. <laughs> it's so funny. So only he calls me Samantha. Everybody else will call me Sammy. I don't like when he calls me Sammy. He called me at once, oh, and really? I was no, like, no, you're done. It. Yeah, I was like, you're oh, done. I've tried, and it doesn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but, but Sam, do you... Do you call her Sam or just no, Samantha? No, just straight it's Samantha. Only just Samantha. Oh, really? Usually he calls me like sweetheart or something, but when he's like calling my name, yeah, it's, it's only Samantha. That's funny because like I only know you as Sammy because of Kiana. Because Kiana, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. That's funny. So Sammy and Carter have been married a month. Ooh, today? Yeah. A month today. For today a is the 22nd. Whole month. Yeah, a whopping month. I know. Oh we're happy like... one month, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so we wanted to welcome them onto the podcast because they are the most recent newlyweds we know and we want to they're the experts on the honeymoon <laughs> on phase the honeymoon phase which is a phase that is very easy to forget about we always talk about oh the honeymoon phase but do we really remember what the honeymoon phase is all about that's what we're gonna find out on today's episode <laughs> thanks for tuning in <laughs> <laughs> goodbye nurse <laughs> goodbye that's honestly the, it was super nice for us, I feel like, because when we were first dating, like w- once we got married, I remembered the honeymoon phase from when we first started dating uh-huh. right now, because I remember getting so sad once we were out of the honeymoon phase when we were dating. I was like, oh, it's gone. And then we got married and I was like, oh, it's back. It's like, yay. <laughs> it's happening again. Yeah. <laughs> what is the honeymoon phase for you guys? <laughs> honestly, for me, it's been super fun. It's nice because I, I. I hope this never changes, but like I always want to be around him and I love right now that we're just like in our own little space. Like we've been around family for like the past month and a half Mm -hmm. and haven't had our own space. So this is the first time that we're like living together. Like it's been a week now that I think we've lived in our apartment. Yeah, it's been a week. So it's been so fun just having our own space. Like it was kind of like what you told me when you guys first moved here. You're like, I didn't realize how much you like having your own space. Absolutely. But all I literally want to do is just like be with him, hang out with him, and Aww. like. Oh, <laughs> shucks. <laughs> but I love it. I think it's been so fun. Even when we get into like little tips here and there about like, I don't know, like we were telling you guys the other day of um, we grew up in two separate households. Mm-hmm. And so like meshing those two things together sometimes is like, oh, why would you do it that I mean, way? It's hard, it's hard but way. it's fun. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. like literally just like stare at him all day. I'm like, oh, I love you. Oh. <laughs> I love that. So, okay, I want to know like a specific thing that has been really fun about mixing your households together and then one thing that has been maybe particularly difficult. I think something that's super fun is the fact that you can make fun of each other for how different things are. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, not that it's like super funny, but like sometimes it can be. Uh huh. But uh, I think one thing that could be a little bit difficult is that. The hardest part we were actually discussing about the other day was that, you know, like, yeah, we did grow, grow up in two different households, and that is a struggle sometimes because you have certain ways that you were taught to do things. Mm-hmm. And so when those collide, you're like, oh, no, I'm right, you're wrong. You know? <laughs> yeah. Never, never, never want to listen to the other person, yeah. but whatever. And we, t- both of us are stubborn, and so yeah. it doesn't mix. mix well sometimes when we're like, no, 
do it this way. <laughs> like, this is my way. We're better at it sometimes now. Like, I've been better at trying to listen because we were talking about it the other day when we got into, like, a little tip. We're like, we need to be better about listening to each other's yes. opinions. Yes. And not uh-huh. just being like, okay, well, this is my opinion. It's right. Yours is wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, listening and be like, okay, he's giving me... I'm right, you're wrong. Yeah, you're, you're small. small. Yeah. Like, the other day, well, not the other day, it was like a month ago, we were at my mom's house, and it was uh, right before the wedding. We were getting bikes out of the garage, and I was trying to get it out, and I was getting frustrated because our garage just had so much stuff that it was hard to get out. And so Carter was like, here, do it this way. And I was like, no, like, let me just do it this way. And so then we started talking. He's like, you don't listen to my opinion of like trying to get it up. And I was like, I'm sorry. I just got irritated. I was trying to get it out. (laughs) And so then we were talking about, okay, we need to be better at being like, oh, he's trying to suggest something to like, maybe this way is easier than just being like, no, my way is better. No. Okay. I'm glad you say, you said that because that's still something that I'm working on. Mm -hmm. When Michael suggests something, I take it as like a criticism. That's what I do. Or like that I'm doing it wrong. Yeah. And that he has like like, the right idea. Yeah. Yeah. When he really, he's just trying to be helpful. He's like, like, I'm just trying to like, well, because this is something that happens too, is like, you'll take it as like, this is the law. This is what needs to happen so that like, Michael can be happy. Yeah. You know? And I'm I'm like, I'm just giving information. I want you to just take it that way. (laughs) Uh Like, you're not making me happy by just like, like bending to his wheel. Like, I want to know how you feel because at the end of the day, you know, you, you might be like, oh, I just didn't like how like the day went with, I'm like, I was just trying to figure out. <laughs> well, I, I'm glad that you, you guys get in little arguments yeah. here and there. Mm-hmm. Michael and I did not really disagree or like have arguments until like probably six months into marriage. Yeah. Really. Well, it's, I think it's, it's important to have arguments. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's not important that you go at each other's throats. No. But it's yeah. important you get arguments because that's how you see the other person's view. Mm-hmm. And sometimes yeah. the only way to get through another person is through having a little tiff. I mean, it's not the yeah. most awesome thing. The spirit definitely is not, like, happy with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that's necessary. I mean, that's something I learned in my missions, like, when we're doing companionship inventory. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, don't be afraid to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Make sure you guys are explaining exactly how you feel mm-hmm. to the other person so that you're not letting one person control the situation. Yeah. If one person controls the situation, then it's like game over. Right. Yeah. No right. one's going to be happy. Yeah. It's not a real partnership. Mm-hmm. Right. And you, and you don't yeah. want to internalize it too much either, right? Because, like, you don't want to, like, be in the be in that position where it's like when someone's just trying to be a little bit helpful and just be yeah. like, well, I don't really care to give you much criticism, but like <laughs> here is something yeah. like that you like just from my observation. And then you're just like, I'm the worst person ever, you know? <laughs> so it's good to, to take the criticism that comes in, um, the little disagreements as like, no, this is just normal. Like this mm-hmm. is, and it's even good to like laugh about it too. Like we're just having a disagreement right now. And like, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Also add on to that. Like, even if you have a disagreement and it takes a little bit longer to, like, get over, I mean, that's totally fine. It's totally yeah. acceptable. Yeah. I mean, some, it just takes some people a little bit longer to process and accept, like, okay, look, I'm not being, like, attacked. Mm-hmm. I'm just being given some information. And it's kind of hard to internalize it to not make it seem like I've been attacked. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's just, not, like, it's okay to take time to take a big hey, to your, to your wife or whoever maybe be. Like, hey, look, I just need a break for a second. Yeah. Just let me... Get my mojo on. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> something, just... yeah, because I'm bad at if we get if he gives me 
advice, but I take it as criticism. <laughs> or I, when I'm mad at him, I'll give him like the silent treatment, which I'm trying no. really hard to work on. <laughs> I just won't talk. I'm like, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like trying to, you know, be like, come on, like, can we talk about it? Like, I wasn't trying to do that. And, but I'm terrible at, yeah, I'll just, I'll give him the silent treatment or I'll just be very, just not, I don't talk a ton. I'll just give him Distant. one word answer and go into the bedroom and just be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so then how, how do you make a comeback? How do you guys eventually make up? What does that pattern look like? Um, let's see. Usually it's him <laughs> coming to me and saying like, can we talk about it? And it'll take me probably like 10, 15 minutes until I'm ready to talk about it because I also remember, I don't remember who told me this, but someone was like, I think it was one of my old roommates. And she was like, take time to um, make sure that you're not going to say something you regret. So if you're super angry, like Mm -hmm. take time apart, like take, I saw this on a YouTube video and it was fill up a glass of water for both of you. And by the time you finish that glass of water, then come back together and talk about that argument. Oh, that's that's good advice. <laughs> I haven't heard that's that pretty one. good. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's what I try to do is I'm like, hey, give me a little bit of time before, so I'm not gonna say something that I regret or something that's gonna hurt you even more or something just out of anger. Mm-hmm. And so usually he'll come in, he'll give me a huge hug, and it's something I love. And then he'll just like cuddle me for a little bit, and then we'll start talking about it, and he'll be like, okay, this is what happened. This is how I took it. This is what bothered me. And then he'll explain to me, okay, well, this this is what I was trying to do. Like, I didn't mean it that way, and I'm sorry that it came off that way. Or vice versa, if I did something that bothered him, like, I'll try and go to him and be like, okay, this is how I meant it. I'm really mm-hmm. sorry if, you know, it came off a different way. Um, so usually it takes us probably, like, yeah, 10, 15 minutes to start talking about it because yeah. I'll give him the silent treatment. <laughs> right. <laughs> we have not talked about this before, like, prior to the podcast, but how have you guys been able to like grow your spiritual relationship? How has that changed since you've gotten married? I don't know how like how to really describe it. Like I think once we got married, I kind of got the sense of a role as, as a husband. Mm-hmm. Like oh, I have to provide and I have to take care. I mean, and that's obviously what I think a husband should do, in my personal opinion. But like, I just there's always a need for me to want to take care of her, mm. and like. In our future family, I know I'll want to take care of them as well. And I just think that's something like our, what our Heavenly Father wants is just like each other just to take care of each other. Like, cause if we take care of each other, then we're like, there's nothing that's going to stop us. I mean, we're always going to be happy. But as soon as someone doesn't start, someone stops taking care of each other or someone else, it's just going to, one side's going to be giving more to, than the other. And it'll just crumble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I think. Yeah, and a big change for me was when we were getting sealed in the temple, like you saw us, we were both bawling our eyes out. It was, it was one of the like, sweetest ceilings I have ever seen. It was You're dusty so in there, okay? <laughs> there was too much dust. But, they hadn't gotten yeah. around to their deep cleaning. <laughs> There's still dust on the ground. So dusty. Just not. <laughs> we're no waterfalls. <laughs> but when we were in there, it I just felt such like a love from the holy spirit and from god saying like like he's given me this amazing man he's blessed me with someone who who understands me who tries his hardest to always be there for me and well like he's always there for me but he tries his hardest to do everything that he can for me when i'm upset and when i'm angry and comfort me and so it really made me want to nourish that relationship so i don't ever lose him because i love him so much i like 
he's my very best friend. And from day one, he's been like my best friend. We just, we got along so well when we first met and it just stayed that way. And so one of the ways to feed our relationship is like reading our scriptures, praying, going to church, going to the temple, doing temple work. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and so I was like, why when I was in the temple, I was like, I never want our relationship to like fail and just Mm -hmm. not nourish it anymore. And so in the temple, I was like, okay, these are the things that the Lord is telling you to do to be able to feed that spirituality into your relationship so that you can keep growing together. And so I felt a need to, as like a wife to be like, okay, like let's read our scriptures. Let's go to church. Let's do Mm -hmm. all this to, you know, keep the spirit into our lives. And the other day, actually Carter was so sweet and he was like, do you want to dedicate our apartment so that we can like invite the spirit into our home? And so we did that and that was super that was like so fun made me tear up a little bit again (laughs) it's not the the best to be married to a priesthood holder it really i told him right after i was like man great priesthood holder over here i I wonder did we did we dedicate our home i don't think we have i know we i know we've done it in the past yeah um like when we were in a camper and stuff like that so we like did that but it's like sometimes you forget to do stuff like that and that's those are the little things that like you you just want to make sure that like you are reading your scriptures together. You are mm-hmm. going to the temple. You're thinking about mm-hmm. how making sure that every avenue is yeah. open so that the spirit can be in your relationship. Mm-hmm. And yeah. sometimes that can be hard. I and mean, sometimes you do forget to read scriptures. Do you say yeah. your prayers? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm guilty of that. Guilty yeah. of charge. <laughs> but um, and sometimes it is your life just gets so busy. Like there, mm-hmm. there's some of those things that you just forget about, or you just like, ah, oh, nah, I'm gonna go to bed. Now we're not gonna see my prayers something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I. I've yeah. totally done that. Mm-hmm. And so I think we're all guilty of that. Like. <laughs> and so it's not like you have to be perfect at it all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, as long as you're just trying to keep steady like mm-hmm. and keep following Christ and your Heavenly Father, I think you're just going to be just fine. As long as it's like that slow incremental <laughs> yeah, yeah. slope upward. Yeah, right? exactly. Like you're trying, you know. Yes. The Lord sees your effort. The Lord loves effort. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. He does. Uh, this is going to bring it back a little bit uh we we dove into the spiritual now it's time for other stuff just kidding <laughs> you can still bring it back in no yeah we have two of them yeah we talked about the spirit let's not talk about it <laughs> just kidding uh what was the biggest shock on the honeymoon for you guys for me at least it was just i think the fact that we were married that we could like that we are now one just like we are able to just like i don't know look at even just taxes and now i can file married like it was just crazy to me like that like it hadn't fully sunk in when on the wedding day like i just still was like oh my gosh it hasn't fully sunk in yet that we're we are now one Mm -hmm. like we are bonding our lives together and so on the honeymoon when we were like finally alone alone i was like oh my gosh, we're married now. Like we're living our own life. Like we're, you know, we're paying for this honeymoon. Mm-hmm. We're paying for everything now. Like, and because we're a married couple, like we're living our own life. We're going on an adventure together. Like, you know, someday having kids and all that. And so I think that was the biggest shocker on the honeymoon was, oh, now we're actually, we're not just dating anymore. We're not engaged. We're not, you know, friends anymore. We are like, we're best friends still. Like <laughs> we're not foremost, but. I, I <laughs> But, like, we're married. We're mm-hmm. one now. Like, we are in the bonds of matrimony. <laughs> like, we're no longer single. <laughs> uh, let's see. I think one of the shock, big shocks of 
uh, you said on our honeymoon, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was just the fact that, yeah, we were, like, we were together all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. And alone. Like, we didn't have a chaperone. Like, we didn't ever had a chaperone. Like, we were up at school and whatever, but. And it was, it was fun. I mean, it, it was totally a lot of fun, but it was just, it was a little bit different. Like, you're not expecting, like, oh. Yeah. Like, we can spend the you're night actually, together. You're now. actually here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it was so weird kind of, like, waking up next to him. I was like, oh, you're in the bed with me. Like, this is, like, it, it like, I never felt guilt about it because it's like, oh, we're married now. But it was different waking up to someone in my bed that was not like... Not usually there. Yeah, not usually yeah. there. Like, usually I have a bed to myself. And now I'm like, But you know oh. what? The, the greatest thing about that is about sleeping together is that I can roll over and be like, oh, you're beautiful in the morning. He oh. does. Every single morning, he'll go, good morning, beautiful. And it, like, melts my heart every time. I'm oh, like, man. Oh, that, is, that is so sweet. Okay. So, Carter, are you a morning person? Because I know <laughs> Samantha has not always been. <laughs> so, you see, happened was. <laughs> so, yeah, I I am, like, an all-day person, but I tend to get up pretty early. Okay. I do things. That's how I've done mm-hmm. it for several years. And so, mm-hmm. I pretty much can roll out of bed and go, go, yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, oh, he's like, completely fine with doing that. I'm like... I'm not a morning person. I love to just stay in bed and I'll like be like, can we just cuddle for a few minutes? And he loves to cuddle, I do but not cuddle. in the morning. Like when he's like, hey, let's get our day started. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm like, I just want to relax and like, I will, slowly yeah. get up. I, I'm a person who wants to be a morning person. I, I lay in bed and I'm like, please get up. And then I fall asleep. Do I get up or not? Yeah. No? Okay. So well, I'm always, I'm always burdened with that. Like I wake up like an hour later than I wanted to and I'm like, it's already too late. I've already ruined my whole day. I'm done for. That's how every every morning goes for me. Well, and it's funny because I feel like we are the we're the flip reverse of you guys because I am such a morning person. I wake up like not that I wake up like a Disney princess. I don't look like a Disney it, princess. Oh my gosh, yes, yes you it do. is like it but is I'm seriously like, every morning. It's like sunshine. I'm like, oh, the birds, the birds are, are singing. The this rainbow. is the best day ever, and I'm just like oh. Michael, I just love you. Wake up. And, yeah, he, and he's like, like eh. shut up. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, I'm getting up. I'm oh, getting up. I feel nauseous and tired. I need to go back to sleep. I'm like, oh, Michael, I made you pancakes. <laughs> and Coleman's like getting up with you too. And he's like, oh, just, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just clapping. <laughs> like, this oh, is man. wonderful. And then he shake, tries to shake me awake and bite my, he usually bites my arm in the morning. <laughs> yeah. oh, great alarm clock you yeah, got Yeah, first there. thing he climbs up and he's just like, ah. <laughs> Coleman the alarm clock for you. Yeah, yeah, Coleman the alarm clock. So, okay, I've got another another question for you. Uh, What are you most excited about for the future of your marriage? Kids, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I am so excited to make him a dad. Like, I it's like I he has ever since the minute I met him before. So we started out as friends. We did not start out immediately dating, and ever since that first day. He has been so excited to be a dad. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I have never met a guy who, like, one of the very first things I ever found out about him was that he, like, is just so excited to be a dad someday. And so even today, right before we came, I was talking, I was like, I'm so excited, like, to make you a dad. Like, just, and while right now I'm trying to finish school, but I was just like, I, more than anything, want to just have a sweet little kid running around in Carter because I know he's just gonna be so amazing he's so amazing with my nieces and my nephews 
and I believe he's destined to be a girl dad. Oh, that is so, <laughs> so cute. He just has such a soft spot for my nieces, and he loves them to death and will play with them. And I had all my sisters and um, – only my sisters have kids right now. So I had my sisters. Um, <laughs> my sisters, um, I had them record their kids saying happy birthday to Carter a couple months ago. And one of them, Olive, was just so excited to see him. And she's like, I want to go get handles with Carter. And I love when he plays in the pool with us. And Aww. like, she definitely has a favoritism towards him. <laughs> like, she loves him. And so I. I very much answered that question very quickly, <laughs> but um, I'm so excited to make him a dad in the future, like, whenever that happens. Pretty, pretty much along the lines of what she said, I mean, I look forward to having a family. I look forward to being able to, oh man, it's going to make me cry maybe, <laughs> but um, along the lines of, like, of what she's talking about, I am, I am looking forward to just having a time with her for a little bit before we have kids. And to get to know her a little bit more. Because obviously when you're dating, you get to know them. But mm-hmm. you don't know their true self until you start living with them. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I'm excited to see, have our own adventures and make our own memories. And take as many pictures. Funny, silly, mad, <laughs> angry, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> kind of those kind of pictures. And I also look forward to like when that time does come when we have our, our own children. I look forward to being able to help her take care of them put them in bed, they get them for school. Like, she says, I'm, actually, I'm destined to be a girl dad. I mean, I would I would yeah, be totally down to, like, brush my little girl's hair and then yeah. to school or something like that. I also am super excited, though. I'd like to specify. I'm very excited for our time together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Trust right it. now without kids. Yeah. Like, you know, but I yeah. am just so excited to have kids. And, yeah. Yeah. If I was going to say one thing, though, I think it would be the time adventure we're going to have. I look forward to spending every moment of my life with her. Taking care of her for the rest of my life. So, oh my gosh, guys, awesome. they, if you aren't feeling the honeymoon phase glow <laughs> by listening to this podcast, I wish yeah. you guys could be in this room with us because they are so sweet. You're so cute. I bet everyone's ears are warming up uh-huh. right now. Everyone's that hearts glow. are softening. Yeah. Looking at their spouse longingly. <laughs> yeah, they're all like, "Why did you do that?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, "They're like, my my spouse is not that cute." Yeah. <laughs> okay, rapid fire as we approach the end of our episode. What is the worst marriage advice you received, and what advice would you give to couples now that you are married? The advice, the advice yeah. that I worst advice that I got was that. To say yes when you're not in the mood. <laughs> like, and just go for it. That's what right. advice would you give to married couples I think now that you're married? I think an advice, some advice that I got, um, we were actually both there when when this was given. Yeah, um, one of our parents said, um, let him love you and let her take care of you. Aww. Because I think it's important to, like, have him love you because I feel like, at least from, like, from a guy's standpoint, it's a lot harder sometimes to love another person mm-hmm. so openly and like willy nilly or whatever. But and it's also hard for the like the woman's nature. I feel like it's just they always want to take care of the person they're with, mm-hmm. whether it be a, a daughter, son, whoever, kids. And so that's that's their nature. And I it's I didn't really recognize that till that was said to us. I was like, oh, that makes a great point because it's just like. That's how you guys grow closer together. If you let him love you and let her take care of you, 
You guys will be set for life. Yeah, because all I want to do is just, like, take care of him. And uh-huh. Like, I want to cook you. Like, he is so sweet right now and is like, let me do the dishes and, and let me, you know, do the laundry for you and, and all this. And it's so sweet and I love it. But I'm also like, I want you to relax. I'm like, let me cook you something and nah. let me clean up the apartment <laughs> for us, you know. Um, and so I love and I think I also struggle sometimes with like letting him love me because I'm like, no, because he's always so sweet. And he's like, you're so beautiful. I love you so much. And I'm like, why? Why do women do that? Why do we do that? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like We've it's got to knock that off. Yeah. Yeah. Knock it off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I just have a little spiritual thought to end the episode on a good high note. I mean, your advice was great. I know it it was good. Hopefully, I said it correctly at some point. (laughs) Yeah. So this is in True to the Faith, the marriage section, and it says, "If you are married, remember that the friendship and love between you and your spouse should be your most cherished earthly relationship. Your spouse is the only person other than the Lord whom you have been commanded to love with all your heart." And I think you guys already have this down packed. They are really the best of friends, and I can just see how much that they love and cherish each other. And I want to add too, uh, you know, as as time goes on, um, you know, with your guys' marriage, uh, with anyone else out there who's listening too, I think we talked about this uh, two podcasts ago, something like that. But uh, when it starts to feel like you're not being as good of friends, or you know, things start to become monotonous. Uh, it's okay to go back to square one and be like, okay, we're going to start at best friend phase again and then work our way through the romantic. Because I I think it's like totally cool to go. Like, you're like, we're married. We're still romantic. We do love each other. But it's good to like go through that phase and be like, we're just going to be best friends this week. And then we're going to transition into boyfriend, girlfriend and transition to marry again, you know? That would be so funny. It's like recreating the, the, uh, uh, what do we call it? The honeymoon phase. Oh, yeah. Infatuation phase. Ah, uh, yes. That's what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Dating never stops when you're married. Like, continue dating each other. Yeah. Amen, yeah. sister. You have to have kids. Yeah. And, so, yeah. and have fun with it. I mean, don't yeah. make it so serious that it becomes unfun. Just yeah. roll with it and have fun. Well, thank you guys so much for uh, listening to the podcast this week. And thank you so much, Samantha and Carter, for joining us. Thanks for having uh, us. Yeah, we really appreciate you guys. And uh, yeah, if you guys want to listen to more content like this, then then uh, consider following, subscribing, wherever you are. We are on YouTube now to you listeners out there. So so uh, if, you, if you want to receive the content through YouTube music, you can do that as well. Uh, follow us on Instagram. And uh, I don't know, you do this part. <laughs> and we love you guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.